0: Let's, so let's get right into it, y'all. So obviously um, after the Nuggets did, you know, have, what was it, a four-game winning streak, um, they are now on a two-game losing streak, um, you know, solely because they have decided that they wanted to sit players, right? Um, you know, with this, with this tight MVP race right now with Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid, and I guess you can ultimately bring Giannis into the conversation just because of his credentials and things like that, but I think Solely because he got spanked by 41 the other night by the Celtics. I think that kind of removes him from the equation personally, but I could be wrong. Um, and 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 it's interesting because I'll tell you all, the way that I see the MVP conversation is like this, right? I think Joel Embiid is going to win it. Um, as much as I want Jokic to win it again, I think Embiid is going to end up winning it solely because a lot of complaints were made. You know, um, and and one of the biggest reasons and the reasoning that I'm hearing behind a lot of people choosing him, and even Damian Lillard said this, and this was kind of the first time I ever looked at Dame like, really, Dame? You know, like like his reasoning was because it's his turn. Um, okay, listen, I, I I get I get when people say you know it's their t- it's his turn. No, you tell me. You just say he's been dominant. He's been like this. His team record is this great. I no arguments from me, but when you tell me, no, I think he should get it. Cause you know, Jokic has to Giannis has to. So, you know, I think it's t-. no, that's not, that's not good enough reasoning for me. You don't just, you don't just qualify because you didn't get one. That's not how it works. You don't give out participation trophies just because you're, you're in the conversation and you feel like you deserve it. Because the way I view most valuable What happens to your team when you are not there? That, to me, is the definition of what value is when you are on the court and when you are off the court. That is, that's how that is. When the Sixers, when Joel Embiid was off the court against the Toronto Raptors, and I watched the game yesterday, when he was off the court, they actually built a huge lead. Huge lead, literally huge lead. And as soon as he came back into the game, the Raptors found a way to start clawing their way back into the game. And ultimately, the Sixers did win by seven. But I'll tell you, the real reason that they won that game was not because of Joel Embiid. It was Tyrese Maxey and James Harden. Those two guys, like, like consistently all season, those two guys have been amazing. They really have. I mean, James Harden is leading the league in assists right now. Can you? Can anybody please tell me, if there's anything that anybody else on the nuggets is leading the league in anything, it just, just throw a stat out there, anything, because we can't even bring up three point percentage anymore. Cause that's gone. Cause KCP has been hitting the side of a brick house, all types of crazy recently. So I don't know exactly how this MVP race is. Well, I think I truly believe Embiid is going to win it. That's just the way I, I truly see it. But I still think that Jokic is the most valuable because even if you look at the bucks, um, Drew Holiday just had 51 8 and 8 the other night. 51 8 and 8 and everybody was praising Giannis for that game. Like Giannis had like a 31 point triple double or something like that in the same game. And all you saw was, man, look at this. Giannis has a 31 point triple double. Yay, great. But then they forgot to mention that his teammate had 51 8 and 8. How do you how do you not mention that? How? It's the same game. You know, so it's the and and you have a player on his team who is probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Like these are the things that people fail to 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 remember. It's like you're bringing up all these things. There's nobody else on the Nuggets right now that's leading the league in anything, nothing at all. There's no oh yeah maybe Aaron Gordon is is leading and no he's not, he's not. Jokic is leading the Nuggets in pretty much everything. Like it is insane to me to think about. What value is? But let's be real, the media right now, you know what they want. Embiid is probably going to win it solely for that reason alone. Um, so, and then of course, with Jokic now sitting games because I think the Nuggets are kind of comfortable where they are within the standings. Um, I, I mean, he's going to play a couple games. Cause I know Michael Malone mentioned that um, he's going to be back very, very soon, and they want to at least get a couple games under their belt with momentum going into the playoffs. So I think the Nuggets, as long as they lock in at least two to three more wins, I think it'll be that number one seed will be locked in. Um, and we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Embiid has some big matchups this upcoming week. He has the Celtics and the Bucks. If for some reason they don't win those games and Giannis, and I hope Giannis goes crazy on them too. Um, I hope this, this is one of them games. I need Giannis to drop 50. Like you go wild. I need that. So, um, So Keaton, real quick, what are your thoughts on just the MVP race? Just your outlook on it right now? What do you see, as well as just how do you view the fact that the media is really trying to push Joel Embiid? Uh, Hold on, can barely, can barely, can you hear me? There we go, perfect. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so great points, Jeremy. Um, So. Stan Van Gundy, okay, I got I to gotta shout out Stan Van Gundy because that guy is the biggest Jokic supporter in the media. If we're going to talk about media, that's he the is. biggest Jokic fan you can find. He brings up amazing points, okay? It's not – I mean, we're the worst team in basketball in the NBA without Jokic. Yes. With Jokic on the floor, we are the best team in the NBA. Like you said, your value is – According to when you're on the court and when you're off the court, um, so that's that's the biggest plus for Jokic on his side. Okay, um, you know FS one is trying to paint this picture of uh, like we're taking turns, like you were saying. Um, Giannis getting two, it's Joel turn. Um, obviously, Nick Wright is the worst Jokic I've ever terrible. seen. Um, so, but it's it's a little, I mean, he doesn't miss games. Jokic doesn't miss games. Um, Joel, I I saw something where he would be the guy who would miss the most games in a season to win an MVP.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So, you know, the NBA is implementing a new rule as of next year, where you have to play a minimum of 65 games. And he's right on that, right on that borderline as is. Um, So, You know, they're trying to fix all these things and and make sure it's competitive. And it's just I don't want it to be a take turns award, you know, Uh, and I and I truly think that that's what's making it that way. I I would like to know when this last straw poll was actually taken. I know it was released.
0: I can I can actually answer that. I can actually answer that for you. So I watched um, the Hoop Collective Um, The other day where Tim Bontemps and um, Windhorse and those guys were on there. And he actually asked um, Tim Bontemps exactly when that poll came out. So he actually took the trip to Denver while that that Nuggets game and the um, Nuggets and Sixers game was supposed to happen. So he was in Denver because he wanted to cover it. And literally, like while he was there and he found out that Joel Embiid was not playing. That is when he started to reach out to the to the people um, that who who were participating in that struggle. That is what he said. So he said it was not prior or anything like that, despite whatever things you're seeing online. Um, He actually mentioned that he did it immediately as he found out that Joel Embiid was not playing. Now, even Brian Windhorse, um, he voted on that. Right. And he even mentioned that the race was so close, like all he had to do was change his vote. And Jokic would have been number one. Like, that's literally how close that vote is. Now, we'll see how this stuff plays out. This this upcoming week right here will tell us everything we need to know. Because if Jokic plays and he starts dominating, because you got to think about it. We play the Suns again, right? So we got, there's some big games upcoming still. I think we play the Warriors and the Suns. And you got to be in tip-top shape ready for that game. So just to, to answer your question. So that was done after the news of Joel Embiid not playing came out.
1: Was, was that straw poll taken after or before, you know what I mean? And so it sounds like it was like right as it was happening. Right. So, and you know, Jokic has more first place votes I saw, but yeah. it's by, by two, you know? Uh, so could we see a co-MVP? Could we see just you know, it's, it's pretty crazy, but uh, like, I mean, we want the championship, you know? And, and so we want Jokic to be healthy uh, the, the Nuggets are stressing me out there. I don't know what they're doing, to be honest. I mean, we have a tough schedule down, down this last five, six games. Uh, it's not easy. You know, we play Houston. Okay. That's cool. But it's on a back-to-back. Uh, so like you said, we play Phoenix. Uh, they got plenty to play for. Uh, we played the Kings to close out the season. Uh, you know, Utah's a tough team especially when they play the nuggets they seem to play us real tough all the time doesn't matter Mm -hmm. who's playing uh so it's not going to be a cakewalk down the stretch and sacramento's got plenty to play for still uh memphis is rolling uh they're winning with or without jaw uh Mm -hmm. so it's it's almost like optics wise it's almost like memphis just wants that one seed more than we do right now yeah Uh, so we need to fix that. You know, you don't, you don't want to back into the playoffs ever. Uh, so no matter who you're playing, um, whether it be the Lakers, whether it be whoever uh, in that eighth spot, obviously we won't know until the play-in tournament's done, but you don't want to back in against anyone. And right. So hopefully we just focus, just find that focus and, and win a couple games at least. You know, we, I think we need to win probably four of these games to really lock it down. So.
0: Got to, got to get it done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. uh, Kobe, Kobe, talk to us, man. Let us know um, one your your thoughts, like I mentioned before, just on the, the tight MVP race, obviously with the stroke, the straw poll um, results coming out just a couple of days ago. Um, What were your thoughts when you saw that, you know, and then obviously what are your thoughts on just where the nuggets are right now, where the fact that they sat some guys, the last
2: couple of games, what are your thoughts? For me, I mean the the MVP race is tight just because you have three, um, just three um, great players in the league right now that are excelling in their roles and excelling in their teams. I mean, you got to give credit to what critics do with Giannis and the Bucks and how they've been able to be number one in a, I would say, a very competitive Eastern Conference right now. Um, similar to Embiid and what he's been able to do to help his Sixers team get to where um, he's hoping they can get. So um, my thoughts are, you know, whoever wins it, congratulations to them. And Mm -hmm. like Keaton said, I think my main focus is on the championship and um, we want to see the MVP, uh, two-time MVP, um, go out there and showcase why he is a two-time MVP um, in the playoffs. And now that he has help um, with, you know, everyone being healthy and slowly getting back to that healthy rhythm, um, that we can be able to channel a run and just complete what we need to complete, um, in this uh upcoming playoff season. And uh, I'm gonna give credit to where credit is due. I know, um, you know, Nuggets fans don't like him, but you know, when you watch him play, it's like he's really a not only competitive player, but shows why he's you know, willing, willing to win, um, uh, whatever it takes. And I know he was ducking Jokic. <laughs> um, that, that, um, that game, because, I mean, and, and let's be honest, I think he was ducking, and I think that if you really wanted to play, you could have played, especially mm-hmm. when it was, you know, playing against the Mavericks, because um, by all means, I think Mavericks don't have nowhere um, no person on that team that could defend and so it's like, why not showcase why you are the leading MVP this year Right. Um, when it comes to playing Jokic So I think all in all um, Jokic knows what he's playing for And I love his focus and his determination Right now saying like I could care less About this MVP race we, we're here to win the championship And I think What will be a huge testimony To the season is how he yeah, has cool Embiid MB won this um, MVP But the Nuggets won The 2023 Or 2022-2023 mm-hmm. um, NBA final championship And then who was the finals MVP? Jokic? So I think that would fit way better just because that's who um, Jokic is and that's what he's fighting for right now. So that's my thoughts. Um, And then I'll pass it back over to you. Listen, man, that's that's I, I think I think we all can agree
0: that what you especially that last statement right there, it's like if if Jokic can get a championship and a finals mvp i think we will all take that over a third straight mvp because at the end of the day the more mvps that he has the more pressure that he has and the more the more defense we got to put up as fans cuz we got to be like yo man yeah you got three mvps but what has he done in the playoffs cuz everybody's going to keep and, and and don't get me wrong the last 2 years we got we got some some ammo we got some the fact that he really didn't have no help. He was in the playoffs with Faku Compazzo and Austin Rivers. And, you know, it's like, it's like, it it, it sounds good, but it's like, you know, you can't, you, you can, you can, we can use that. But right now, nah, nah. And once he goes into the playoffs and he has Aaron Gordon, he has Michael Porter, he has Jamal Murray. If he has these guys, there is no excuse. There is no excuse after the fact and um, you know this this is just one of the things but but here's here's something here's something that I, that I was actually really thinking about um the other day right you mentioned it obviously with the Joel Embiid situation where um he truly could have ended the race he could have ended it like that is the thing like for me you you end that race you go out there and you you drop your whatever because and this is the part that I it's it's there's a truth to it, but there's also a part of it that kind of pisses me off because people keep talking about this forty-seven point game. Everybody uses it. You hear all the everybody who's pro Embiid. That game is all they use as some way. Well, you saw what Joel Embiid did the first time around. Hey, um people, when you when you, when you use your brain and you think logically, you you start to understand that things don't work that way, right? Because I can remember where there's players like think about the greats like Kobe and all these different guys. So you think that just because Kobe might have scored 60 in one game against an opponent to start the season, you truly believe he was going to score 60 again? Like do we do we not understand how adjustments work although Michael Malone is terrible at that? But I digress. I'm just saying as the from the player's perspective, I would assume that the players got some pride and the players would, especially Jokic. You would think that this would be a situation where you'd be like, Oh, okay, hold on. I think it's, I think it might be, let me, let me, let me play better. Let me change the way I'm playing. See, that's the thing. Cause you cannot then use one game and then say, well, since he missed the game, we already saw what he was going to, no, no, no. We saw what he did. We didn't see what he might have done. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. This, so I don't, I don't understand the mentality of people who do this. You cannot tell me that because somebody did something in one game, they're going to do it again. Think about the, the bubble, right? When the Nuggets played the Jazz. The Nuggets lost every single game to the Jazz in a regular season. Every single one. They got swept. So can you please explain to me how they beat them in the bubble? <gasps> Hello, Adjustments hello, mentality change, hello, people, people, they lock in. So you cannot tell me that it was exactly what was going to happen based on that. So I just wanted to make sure that that part was clear. Because we we see that all too much, even, even, um like, Skip and all these different guys, like, I can't, like, I sit down and my blood be boiling listening to these guys talk on TV. Because it's like, your, your one argument, is because he had 47 in one game oh well that's what he would have done no we don't know that I guess I guess we'll never know because last time I checked he scored zero points in the second game zero like that's just what it is so that I just thought that when you were talking about you know with the, the game before and things like that like it just reminded me of how pissed off I was getting throughout the week listening to people try to justify the fact that he didn't play by saying, oh well, we saw what he he was gonna do anyway, so we saw what we needed to see. No, Jokic needs his chance to get his lick back at home. The Nuggets are a different team at home than when they are on the road. Like this is just something that needs to be said. So um, but yeah, listen, I you know, enough, enough with the MVP, all this crap. Listen, probably Embiid is gonna win it. It's whatever at this point. Um, you know, Kobe, like you mentioned, the biggest thing for us is if the Nuggets can play well going into the playoffs. Um, and Jokic can get his MVP. This is this is prove it time. This is it. This is it. Just, like, this, this is it.
1: Jeremy, can I say one last thing? Absolutely, yeah. So I have to give Kendrick Perkins his flowers a little bit. Because I I'm well, I the number this. one, I'm the number one guy who <laughs> did my best to drag him through the mud. Because he he was trying to like stat pad Jokic and this, this, that, and the other. When Embiid was announced out, Perkins, man, Perkins lit him up you know, yeah. and, yeah. and I was very happy with that because there's so many media guys that are just so one-sided. It's so one-sided and, and it's all in bead and it's all just creating their own narrative. And that's exactly what I thought about Kendrick Perkins. I was like, man, this guy, what is going on? Right. And then I heard that and I was like, okay, okay, that's, Now we're playing on a more even playing field here, you know? And so that was, that was nice to see that because when he, when he was announced out, so many people came out and said, man, what is going on? Like you're, you can't, you can't not allow Jokic to get his, his game back. Right. Like we, like you said, you know, and B drops 47, you can't not let Jokic come out and drop a 35, 40 point triple double on you. You can't just take that away from him." And I that changed the straw poll. I drew, I, I think that changed the straw poll. And I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to say is I just like that's that's a big swing. You know, Kendrick was on this big old push, and then all of a sudden Embiid is out for a game. And it's, you know, when it comes to an MVP award, that's the most important game when you're playing against the guy who's won it back-to-back seasons. Mm-hmm and you want that MVP award, you got to go take that award from you. Right. you it's not going to be given to you. Uh, it's, you got to go take it. Uh, so that was, that was cool of perk to do that.
0: Yeah. Least. Gotcha. I mean, I, I'm going to be real. I had to, you know, when you started to say that you were going to like give Kendrick Perkins his flowers, I, I, I was curious as to what you were about to say. Cause I, I, that man ain't getting no flowers from me boy like I I don't <laughs> I don't care what he does because at this point he is the reason all this stuff all this stuff started to happen truth be told like it, he was the reason that people started to change their minds about Jokic now mind you of course yes the Nuggets did start losing after the fact but if it wasn't for all this stuff like Jokic actually started to respond to that like Like Jokic was like, I mean, I guess this is easy when you're a stat pattern, like little things. So he was hearing that stuff anyway. And Kendrick Perkins was the one who really made that, that, that other stuff of criticism mainstream media. Like, yes, you could say that Embiid can win and all this type of stuff. I'm cool with that. I don't care. But when you start that whole race thing and oh, because of this and the Larry Bird and the Steve Nash, bro, he started that. So at this point, I don't want to hear nothing Kendrick Perkins talking about. I don't even care if he outrightly goes out and says Jokic is his MVP. For me, Kendrick Perkins is canceled in my mind, bro. Like, I don't... Everything he says from here on out is null and void, in my opinion, because he... That was straight-up clown behavior, bro. Like, it really was. Like I said before, if you tell me MB deserves it just solely based on how he plays basketball, cool. Ain't no argument for me. I'm cool with that. Like, that is... If, if the way that he plays, where he jumps into the paint and flails his arms and prays for the refs to, to make calls, if that is what you like to watch, then by all means, man, enjoy your basketball. But me, when I watch basketball, that ain't it for me. He's a great player, absolutely a great player. I will not take that away from him. But the, his style of play is not for me personally like i watched like i said i've been watching ever since this mvp race got so close i've made it a point to watch sixers games, right and like even the other night like when they were playing the mavericks and like uh dwight powell was in the paint and like joel and is just like he just runs directly into the paint he does like a little minor euro step and all he does he elbows dwight powell just straight out of the paint no regard to this man's health whatsoever dwight powell is on the floor under the basket and they call a blocking foul. It was just like, bro, you can't keep doing that over and over and over. Like that is because I'll tell you, all if if Nikola Jokic was to get four or five more free throws a game, we have a, a different conversation right now. And if he gets four to five more, that's not even that's not even close to what Embiid is getting. Because Jokic is what, maybe five to six free throws a game. Embiid is at like 12. You know, like even last night, looking at his points he had uh hold on he had 25 points against the raptors and i believe he was i believe he went to the free throw line 13 times he i believe he was like 12 or 13 so pretty much half of your points is at the free throw line every night bro listen that is not a, that that part of his game is not it for me like when he's doing his step backs and post shots and stuff mid-range I love his mid-range game love it love it love his mid-range game that part of it I love but it's the constant trying to get the foul calls trying to do that like when I don't like that like him and James Harden like I I don't like watching that style of basketball it's just not for me personally so that's what I'm saying man Like I can't it it it, it ain't for me but listen cool Kendrick Perkins I I, you 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 you're a better man than me bro because I can't I can't do that. So um, listen, guys. So so what I wanted to ask here, obviously, with Nikola Jokic and, um, you know, Jamal Murray and those guys, they sat last night um, and Nikola Jokic did miss the, the prior game as well. Um, real quick here. So, Kobe, I'm gonna ask you this first. Is there a particular player right now that's been standing out to you on the Nuggets that that you're 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 just kind of looking at like, yo, if he plays well in the playoffs, I think we can have a chance. Is there a player like that on the team right now?
2: You know who that is, Jeremy. You know who that is. (laughs) Kansas Jayhawk. Yes, sir. Yes, Christian Brown, um, when I watch watch his film, he's a defender, a baller, a hustler, a um, hardworking individual on the court. So when I watched the Pelicans game, and I know it wasn't the best, right, And it was ugly. And you watch the Suns game, you know, like it's kind of rough watching it. You just watch how he plays. And he's yes, he's not offensively there yet. Right. His offensive game is slowly but surely coming along. But his defense, I mean, just sticking to KD and not having to be like, no, someone else guard him. Tremendous Mm -hmm. being able to grab rebounds, being able to hustle. What I love about him so much, though, is like he knows his role. So he knows what I'm about to do is I'm about to go out here and play in my game, but I'm not gonna do way too much to disrupt the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll love him to you know get some more shots. i love his offensive game to grow. But when I watch his game and I watch from last year, last year I don't think defense was a priority, and especially with a wing like him, was able to switch onto guards, being able to switch onto power forwards or even small forwards, being able to Get down low and be aggressive with even centers, right? When I mean, you watch the on uh, the Bucks game last Saturday, I believe, and you just watch how he wasn't afraid of the moment. He wasn't afraid to embrace Giannis and afraid mm-hmm. to lock him up. Yeah. Um. And I, and that's what I just love about CB is he's always present in knowing that okay, when I hop off the bench, this is what I'm gonna do, um, and this is what I'm aiming to accomplish while I'm in the game. And so, when it comes out to the playoffs, I mean that's what I love about the playoffs is hopefully it's more, you know, physical. I hope it's more aggressive because I think CB comes from that Kansas background where it's like aggressiveness is on both floors, offense and defense. I mean, you've seen him when he was playing in the NCAA March Madness tournament, seeing how he was attacking um, in terms of um, defensive uh, assignments. Okay. This is who I need to guard. This is who I need to switch on to. Um, This is how I need to stop them from driving to the basket. And, you know, you seen that yesterday. I mean, salute to the, to the Nuggets for um, playing the way they did. I know it was sloppy. I know it was a game that, you know, you were hoping for a dub. But when you watch how the Suns scored 100 points and you had <laughs> KD, you had Booker, you had all these players still healthy and they were able to lock the Suns from even getting above 100 points, says a lot about um, what this team can look like in the future. But salute to CB. This is um, a player that I hope. Is tremendously well in the playoffs, which um, I think he will. And I will, I will see what he aims to grow um, in the playoffs, whether it's his offensive game, his defensive game, and vice versa. So that's all I got to say in terms of what I um, want in terms of the playoffs and who I see on the Nuggets growing a lot uh, this upcoming playoff season.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Very cool. I I, man, Christian Brown has been amazing, man. Like he really has. And I think um, that is definitely a player we can all agree on. It's just you want him to get more minutes regardless, because, you know, when he's on the floor, it's just good things that are happening, you know, and, and the Nuggets have not had a player that. Ha- and, and I'll tell you, man, a couple of shows ago, we were we were talking about just players that have that dog in them. And I was thinking the other day, I was like, "You know, I didn't know who it was at the time of that episode, right? I didn't know who it was, but I'm starting to think that it might be c b right and 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 the reason I say that is because that putback dunk the other night went like even you watch that just in slow motion, right when he got when he hit the floor and he had the he was doing the flex and he was like yelling i w- I watched that." I watched that clip like 20 times. And I was like, yo, he might be the guy. He might be the guy on a team. That's like, like that dog, like that one who like, no matter what, he's going to be out there hustling and giving you everything that might be him. And, and because yes, Jamal Murray has his moments. Um, I mean, that might actually be it. Truth be told, I, don't, I can't really think of anybody else who's who who really gives you that 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 because you you see it like you see it on their face, you see it. It's like they they want they want it, they want it so bad. Christian Brown tell like he tells me that with his play, right? I could see that he wants it. And, and I mean, let's be real, he's been a winner all his life for real. You know, like when I really started to do my research on him, because I'll be honest, I don't watch a whole lot of college ball. But when, you know, when they announced that they had him or they were picking him, you know, I, I went down the rabbit hole and I wanted to know who he was. And, and man, this is this kid is a winner. Like he is a winner. And obviously it has to be he has been the common denominator in a lot of winning situations. So, <laughs> listen, man, if 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 the Nuggets win this championship, he might be the final <laughs> MVP. I'm just saying it might have to be CB, not Jokic. Just saying because, hey, I don't know. Um, but not nah, for real. Like, I think I, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think he's the guy that's been standing out to me personally. I would have also said, um, Michael Porter before that Pelicans game, because that Pelicans game was ugly for him. He was just, I don't know what he was doing before the game. If he hit the club or something, but he forgot all his basketball right before that game started. Um, but but uh listen man, but I like I like I need Porter to, to get back to being that sniper, and of course we need C B. So Keaton, talk to us, man. Let us know like what player. I don't know if you're gonna agree with C B as well, but it, it kind of feels that that you may, but you let us know is there a particular player that you like, you know, and as as well as who do you think is really just like that X factor going into the playoffs?
1: Man, Kobe, I, I gotta agree with you two thousand percent, man. I'm over here I, I'm jumping up for now. Okay, so I tweeted out a couple nights ago. I was like can 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 CB play 48 minutes? Mm-hmm. Like I I would just love just he brings an energy off the bench that we miss so much. Yeah. Like when we when we are just stagnant and just dragging and you put him in, it's like a whole new like I was texting my brother the other day and, and he's not a Nuggets fan. He's a Jazz fan and he's like CB's got some hops, man and he was yep. just hyped up too you know and he can see it and it's like okay this guy this guy's the guy right like I can see that right now now like you said winning mentality the guy's won a national championship he's won most of his life so that's got to be applicable somewhere in the playoffs at some moment I I can just picture it right now there's going to be a moment in the playoffs for him it's going to be carved out it's going to be there and it's going to be on the defensive side of the ball it may not be on the offensive side of the ball. I'll take it. I will definitely take it. Don't get me wrong, but it's going to be on the defensive side of the ball. He's going to lock up somebody and we're going to be like, "Damn, that was that was awesome." You know what I mean? And it's going to stick out. And and I'm ready for it. Uh you know, and and that's that's the guy that just jumps out to me is is CB just the hustle and and the energy and And he's just getting everybody else into the game, you know, getting the crowd into the game, which is also so important, obviously, home court advantage, uh, you know, getting them going. Like when we're dragging, he's the one that's jumping out the gym, getting everyone going, whether it be on the defensive side or the offensive side. And he's going to be huge in the playoffs. I mean, young, young player, real young player, but he's going to be in there for some real stressful minutes I can see it already and he's going to perform under the pressure I I know it
0: yeah 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 I listen man you know it's just it's just interesting that that you know just kind of bringing up Christian Brown because like I said we we need the other guys right like as good as Jokic is and as good as Jamal Murray he is in in moments you know Aaron Gordon has shown moments Michael Porter has shown moments but you expect that stuff from your starters i wish it would more it was more consistent from the other guys but um christian brown is actually he's he's making himself one of those players that you don't want included in trades right like you really start thinking about that and you're like you know which players on the team you want for the long haul as this team gels even more, they go through this playoff, um, you know, the playoffs upcoming, there are certain players that you want, because of course when the season is over, there are going to, you're probably going to see some moves with Calvin Booth, making some moves, regardless of what they do, you may see some changes. And at this point, I do not want any situation where Christian Brown is not on this team. Like, like, that's just, that's just kind of where I see it at this point. um, because i mean (laughs) he's actually he's actually switched spots with a number of guys for me it was actually like bruce brown at one point right like bruce brown was was the guy for me he he was on the you know you talking about i don't know maybe the first maybe up until the all-star break i'll probably say that i think bruce brown was was that one player that you you find a way to sign him now and truth be told I, i still believe the nuggets should find a way to keep him right i just think you know you 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 the you keep Bruce Brown, you keep Christian Brown. But right now, man, it's just something about Christian Brown, the way that because his his game is just so raw at this point. So we're just seeing flashes of what he can actually do. You guys brought it up. Both of you You talked about, you know, the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, he's not like we hit. We saw him hit a couple of threes and stuff the last couple of days. But what we're seeing is now he's he's he has to just be out there more. And I'll tell you the other player that that was kind of really standing out to me, dude. I'm really liking how Zeke Naji's playing as of late. Like I, I think because before like his injury situation, like we didn't really see what he could do in that in those moments enough, right? But since he's been back, you're start you're seeing offensive rebounds. Like last night, he hit a nice three from the corner, albeit he then followed that up by an airball three at the top of the key. So I, I hope that that doesn't happen again. Um, but it, the corner three was nice. The corner three was like, "Hold oh on, this is this is." I like Zeke because if you think about it, even last season there was a moment where Zeke was shooting over forty percent from three, especially from the corner. Like he was not missing, like he was not missing at all. So um, there's just certain players on the team that you want to see like playing really well. Of course, you want everybody to play well, but uh, I do like just the the impact that Zeke has had recently, as well as Christian Brown, and because we need those guys going into the playoffs. Now, I don't know what, um obviously, Thomas Bryant, I don't know about Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson did have a couple plays last night with his floaters and whatnot, and that was cool, but I don't think anybody was watching that game, and they were like, yo, yeah, Reggie Jackson's going to be the guy in the playoffs. No. I, I just, I, I mean, I'm, y'all could tell me if I'm wrong, but I just saw, it just played like he was just like playing with house money at that point, you know? But when it really comes down to it, yes, we've seen him do it in the past, so I'm not saying that he can't. It's just that I need to see him be able to do it on the nuggets. That is just what it is cuz we could talk about what players have done in the past. We could, I mean even DeAndre Jordan had some moments last night. You know, um but Thomas Bryant obviously is he's he might be in the doghouse for real at this point cuz I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Can, what, can, what can I just say
1: it? something about Thomas Bryant cuz I, I, a couple a couple shows ago you you we were talking about if we were more disappointed in Reggie Jackson or Thomas Bryant or something along those lines. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and I said Thomas Bryant by a long shot because we traded three second round picks for him. Okay. Now, I mean that saying that sounds like maybe not too much value, but again, that's three assets, right? Three assets, three future assets, Reggie Jackson, we got on a buyout contract. So that's nothing. You know what I mean? That's, that's just free money almost. And so, like when Thomas Bryant comes into the game, those non Jokic minutes are going to be so crucial, especially in the playoffs. Of course, that's uh, you know. But watching him play the other night when Jokic wasn't play, was out, that was rough. That was uh, even Michael Malone. I was listening to the post uh, post game press conference. He is not happy. I thought he, he, was, he, he was might go he off. might
0: paint I that. I Thought so.
1: Yeah, he might not. He might like paint a picture where he's like, oh, maybe, but he you can see it. He's not happy with Thomas. Uh, he even called him out. Basically, that's how I saw it. Is like, you know, he was like, "Oh, well, just ask him that." You know, he didn't. He didn't say, "Oh, he'll he'll figure it out." Oh, he'll. You know, it wasn't any sort of. He yeah. just like, left it there. You know, it's like, okay, so coach knows that Thomas is having a tough go. Uh, it's only going to get more pressure moments as we go on from here. Yeah, you know, two game lead for the first seed. We're going into the playoffs, you know, that's, that's when the defense kicks up. Mm-hmm. And obviously we know, we already harped on this, Jokic off the floor, we're the worst team in the league. Jokic on the floor, we're the best team in the league. Well, who's on the floor when Jokic isn't on the floor? Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Bryant. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the pressure's going to be on him. And uh, he has not performed to any sort of level that we
0: thought we were getting so far. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Listen, man, I think I think we all we all kind of watch Thomas Bryant and we're looking at it like we're not seeing what we thought we would get because I was excited when the Thomas Bryant news was announced. I was like, man, OK, we got a backup, a backup five who can stretch the floor, who can do certain things. But I'll tell you, man, his there's just something about his attitude and his body language. Like I there's just something about it. And I can see it like it's very visible on the floor. It's very visible. You can see, like, when he's not happy, not being getting the ball thrown to him. Like, he slumps his shoulders down, he puts his head down. Like, he lets the other team know that he's unhappy. Right. And once you know that a player is unhappy, you can attack that because at that point, there's no that your effort level is down. If they know you're not happy with your role and what you're doing, then of course they're going to be like, all right, cool. Well, he's the weak link, go at him. And he obviously is not a, a good defensive player either right so it's just it's just a situation where you know we're we're seeing the players that that need to play more and we're seeing the players that need to play less and I'll be honest with y'all I would prefer at this point Zeke Najee and DeAndre Jordan over Thomas Bryant at this very moment right now the way I see it because at least with DeAndre Jordan you could still see that he tries now his skill may not be on this on the level of his effort. But at least he tries. I will take the guy who is trying more so than the guy who's skilled who's not trying. Right? That's just the way. That's just the way I see it. So, you guys, we'll see. Uh, Thomas Bryant scored on his own basket. Yes, For, the wasn't first it the first play, play of the game? The
1: first play of the game, he scored on his own basket.
0: Yeah, first play like, of the game. It, it, it made it made no sense. No <sighs> sense. Like, how do you score on your own team? I was like, that's
1: that's the perfect like explanation of what thomas bryan is doing to us right now like i i saw that and i was like man i gotta let Jeremy know (laughs) that you know because we were talking about it and i was like man this is just
0: it's rough to see but yeah man for sure for sure um so guys listen here i mean i you know like i mentioned before i know we kind of are tight on time today so i do have to get up out of here now but um because i could already hear my daughter you know kind of trying to let me know hey you know Daddy, it's time to end the episode now. You know, I can kind of hear it. Um, so, listen, guys, listen, man, I appreciate y'all getting on here today. Obviously, um, the Nuggets are in a in a weird spot right now because we're trying to figure out, do they want the 1C? Do they not care about it? Like, what? Like what is it, right? Um, we will know over the next couple of days because, obviously, the Nuggets play the Warriors tomorrow at home, um, which is, what, one of the last two at-home games, I believe. I think it's – I believe there's five games left. And I think it's two at home and three on the road, if I'm not mistaken. Um, We wish we wish our statistician Jack was here to correct me. Uh, But uh, that's just that's just what it is at this point. But uh, listen, guys. So, like I said before, if, if you know, if the Nuggets really want that one seed, they can get it. And we will see over the next couple of days how much they truly want that that spot for that home court throughout the Western Conference playoffs, because honestly, I think they need it right so um we got any 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 final words from anybody here before we get up out of here Kobe? anything you, you got to say
2: i don't have anything else um have a great week y'all uh, enjoy your weekend um let's go nugs um and i think they'll, they'll, they'll be fine they'll be fine i think this is just a time where we just need to reevaluate your chips which you have put people in the right positions and uh be ready to go in the playoffs because um, when it's playoffs time, um, lock in and stay focused and um, here for a championship, a ring on the finger. So I'm excited, but um, that's all I have. Gotcha, Keaton. End us off, man. Any final words? Get CB
1: some minutes. He needs to be playing. <laughs> he needs to play as much as possible. Get that guy some minutes. And uh, luckily, we have the Warriors at home uh, this coming, you know, with them on the road, it's, it's rough for them. So I'll take that, you know, but like you said, Jeremy, we're going to find out soon if we want that number one seed. Mm -hmm. I don't, we don't want to drop to two.
2: So
0: no, no, you do not want to drop to two at this point. So, but like I said, guys, I I appreciate y'all being on here. And for everybody that's listening, um, we appreciate you hit us up on Twitter. Um, once the episode is up, all of our names will be attached to it. So, You know, if you heard somebody say something you disagree with, and you want to reach out to us, by all means, do it. I I don't, I don't care. Go ahead, bring it on. (laughs) Bring it on. We, 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 we want want that smoke. I'm cool. (laughs) (laughs) But all right, y'all. This has been Denver Hoops and Dreams. Thanks, guys. We'll catch. Oh yeah, thanks, thanks, Keaton. We will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.